your son wants to go into a helicopter and drop a bomb into the tornado. It's time for the news. Delete, 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 delete. Welcome back to everyone's favorite plane of existence, a boozy and fun-filled dimension we lovingly refer to as the Antimatter Minute. Basically, the minutes of the day that don't matter. My name is Joe Buffett, and joining me as always... Grandpa Scott. So grab your survival kit, your first aid kit, your talking car kit, your Kit Kat bar, whatever kits you can find, because we have a disaster of a show for you today on Close Encounters, the slurred kind. Well... We apologize for our hiatus, but, you know, every dream duo needs a break every once in a while. And every partner goes on the spritz or skits or shits or whatever it may be. And for that, I apologize. He is sorry. He is sorry. But, you know, we hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. We hope everyone had some fun, uh, did some irresponsible things, you know, and uh, drank a whole lot, drank drank way too many beers. Um, Just don't do the meths. Yeah, just stay away from the myth. You know, you can refer back to our old episodes to, you know, to understand why that's a bad idea. Or you can just use, you know, the common sense that your parents raised you with and also know it's a bad idea. So that's true. And definitely no Waka Flocka. Don't definitely do that shit. No, 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 no. So to start things off, I'm going to go ahead and give me give myself one of these. Ah, so good. Did you just cock a gun or open a beer? I wish I was cool enough to say cock a gun, but because uh, the the most shooting I've ever done has been in, like, Star Fox 64, I'd have to say open a beer. I'm pretty sure it's in your bedroom there, Big Chief, but... You know what? I I see what you did there, and uh, it's going (laughs) to come back and bite you in the ass there, Ripley. It's going to bite you in the ass. So, like we said before, we have a natural disaster-themed podcast today, um... Not to make light of things going on with the Amazon rainforest because they, that, that does provide us with – I forget the percentage of oxygen that we have, which we're slowly destroying right now. And uh, so we uh, want to make sure that everyone out there knows we do you know, care about the environment and you know, we just like to make light of things that are going on that are current. And this just seems like a very current topic. So the first one we have uh, isn't exactly a natural disaster per se that happened. But it's it's a it's a topic that can definitely be related to it. It's it's one of those things that we'll be able to aid in in an effort. God, I can't even talk. God, words are hard for me today, man. Um, it will aid in the situation where a natural disaster finds itself. So we basically found an article, and we're actually using a very credible source for this article. This one comes from CNN Business, not not one of the uh, the tabloid articles you'd normally expect from a from two jokers like us, but uh, it's basically it's a startup business that helps you find any place on the planet without an address. It's essentially taking the place of the uh, the address system that we've been using for so long in the United States. It's it's called What Three Words, and basically the the title thing of this uh, this this headline is that traditional addresses just don't work anymore. So uh, basically. Uh, the company's answer is to divide the world into 57 trillion squares and give them each quirky three-word addresses, 
Uh, that way, the What Three Words app can track down pretty much any place on the planet, from homes in an Indian slum to a refugee camp in Uganda, all the way to an alleyway in Hong Kong. Uh, everybody's got a story and, of where. Oh no, you go. What was up? Oh, I was going to say, just for those of you that don't know what a trillion is, that's a thousand billion, or one million million million. So let go me, ahead and think on that for a second. Is it is it more than a few Brazilian? I can't remember. This is my this is my uh, George W. Bush impression here, where I'm asking you, well, is it more well, or Mr. less President, than a it is? Uh, it is less than a few Brazilian, but more than a couple quatillion. I see. I see. As long as they uh, got their Brazilian bikini waxes, <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyways, uh, so. Basically, the, the, why this this is a, a relevant topic is because you know, for, this is a great way for first responders to get to people in a very very fast, um, you know, just right there on the spot, a lot quicker than as, as if they had uh, you know an ad- address or something you had to go to that was you know not updated, no longer used, you know, being used. This is a way they can find pretty much any spot on the planet. They could find someone chilling out on the roof, you know, of a building in the middle of a flood. In you know Zimbabwe, they could totally find him chilling there while he's just waiting. You know, and it may be one of those like a, like a hut that's not on an official U.S. mandated address. It might just be a fucking hut. Right. And, well, and, so. and what it what it is is it it's a way to like remap the GPS system because you know we have GPS coordinates for every single spot on Earth, right? Earth right now, not Earth. Uh, yeah, I, I had a joke for that, but I'm going to go ahead and let that go. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's decimal points like 37 dot, da, 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 you know, based on the longitude and latitude of wherever you are at on Earth. But the problem is, is that can go out to like nine decimals. And I think they found out that a human can barely or struggles to remember more than seven numerals. In any given sequence, which is why phone numbers work great, because phone numbers are basically the max that we can ever remember. So what they're doing is since instead of having, you know, 37 dot nine or 10 decimals, you have three words, which, you know, any dumb dumb can remember. Really. Yeah. Uh, so they use the example coffee fever cans as a, a place in California. Like that's what it's labeled as. So if your house is horny Trump bump it then you know, <laughs> that's pretty easy to remember and to relay on to first responders. And they're going to remember that versus 37.92 by, you know, whatever. Because the other thing with GPS is it's it's not just one thing. It's like 37.102987654321. by 56.987984321. Like, so obviously a lot more user friendly to get to a certain spot specific spot exactly exactly you know i hate to digress completely out of everything you just explained because it is exactly verbatim exactly why this is being used the way it is uh i really wish we were closer together and that and that we could do the crossfit open together because our name would 100 percent be called the horny trump bumpets it would definitely I think be it's a great that. name and i may change my fantasy name to that my fantasy That's, football name but by, by the way i may also very, very change good. my like uh you know, if I I start doing cosplay and stuff like that, I may be the horny Trump bump it. I think it's I don't a good know idea. What that would be, but I think I should have invented. 
I think I think bonus points are awarded based on how fucking retarded our name is. I, oof. I, sorry. I'm sorry. That was got to be a little PC. Yeah. Uh, we do not condone the R word. It, it comes out every no, now no, and no. then. We do but, you not know, make fun of the. Yeah. My mom was a special ed teacher, so you know I feel like that gives me some sort of uh, no pass. No, uh, maybe not. Okay. That that's like saying my best friend's black. It really doesn't work. <laughs> Damn it! I used to use that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, so if if you came on this podcast thinking we weren't gonna put this app to use, then you are gravely, gravely mistaken. So. I have downloaded the app, which this company, the startup company, does offer, the What Three Words, and we're going to put some of these addresses to you. So, uh, Ripley, you got anything off the top of your head that you think would be a funny or a cool area to go to if you had anything at all? Yeah, so I love amusement parks, and I think the greatest one in America is Cedar Point, so that's what I'm going to go with. Dude, Cedar Point is a freaking blast. I went there – Oh, man, it was my junior year of high school. I went with a bunch of buddies. And, good Lord, it was so much fun. It was before booze and uh, sex dominate. Well, as a guy, sex just dominates your brain all the time. But it was way before booze, right, so I had to find – Yeah, had to before find fun sex with women dominated your brain. <laughs> okay, here we go. Cedar Point. Let's find uh, – so Cedar Rapids came up here. Let's see. Sandusky, Ohio, USA, Cedar Point. <laughs> This is a great, great three words. So if you were to, if you were going to go to Cedar Point, you'd be going to Brightly Leotard Toured. I don't know. It sounds good. Brightly Say Leotard. Say that last one again, the last word. Like Brightly Leotard Toured. Like if you were going to go on a tour, like if you wanted like to listen to. T-O-U-R-E-D, Toured. T-O-U-R-E-D. Like past tense of did a tour. Like warp tour is over, so it is now considered warp toured. That was a really that was yeah. Pretty shit. Okay. Wow. Brightly leotard toured. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I like it. I, I like that leotards were involved. You know, I didn't expect that. So it, I thought it's, it's great. I wanted to put. I, I had a few of them that I thought would be cool to put in here just to see what comes up. So I'm gonna put the coordinates of where I reserve received. Well, reserved. I didn't reserve it. Uh, where I received my first blowjob. I guess I did reserve it. Uh, anyways, sorry. Let me uh, put that in here. Let's see. There it is. Let's see. Uh, so if I wanted to go back to my high school stadium to uh, go back to where I got my first my first blowjob, I would need to type in refers artists worried. They should be worried. You know, because I'm about to make some Everything serious about art. that is correct. Yeah, that, that that's pretty spot on. Mm. I'm pretty impressed by what three words on this one. Well, well yeah. done to them. And uh, honestly, it's a great idea because, you know, there's God knows how many words in the English language. And if you put any three of them together, you can make a at least 57 bill or trillion uh, different you know, combinations between the three and therefore make an easy way to reference, you know, your approximate vicinity, which is, I think, brilliant idea, really. So, so kudos to them. With, 
I have one more, and we'll, I know we're taking way too long on this one, but I have one more because we are a sci-fi themed podcast, and all everyone's always going, "Oh, well, you're, you know, you talk about headlines and all this other stuff. How are you sci-fi themed?" And I'm like, guys, we're both sci-fi lovers, and we we put in the sci-fi pop culture, you know, sprinkles on top every time we talk about something. I don't understand why it's so hard for people to get, but that's kind of what they're. I get that all the time. Anyways, that being said, I wanted to uh, search Area 51, Nevada, USA, and see what comes up because uh, we have to. And it's unfortunately really disappointing and not that funny. Broads wristwatch mildly. Uh, you know. Broads? I, I see broads. broads? Like, like a broads like wristwatch? Like that? Like a white – one of those white uh, eye watches that all the girls have, you know? Maybe it's one of those, it's a, and maybe it's a mild one, one that's not as uh, flamboyant. as I don't know. Well, that was lame. Wanted it to be better, so we'll move on to your article. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, definitely a disappointment, but I'm sure you're used to that by now. Hey, buddy. All right, so let's go to another uh, artificial – natural disaster if you will in which we will visit the kegnado that's right lakefront brewery has created a kegnado built out of 71 used steel beer kegs that's right in milwaukee wisconsin lakefront brewery has created a kegnado as they call it built out of 71 used steel stainless steel beer kegs this beer cake uh tornado is uh attached to the side of their building which is held up by led lights and you know to be honest they didn't a very shitty job of uh promoting this thing because we don't get to see these whole led lights actually in work we just get to see a daylight picture where it looks like a bunch of kegs plastered against the building it does look it does look like somebody just recklessly threw them at the fucking brick wall, like like without any care or anything. They're just like, oh, right. fuck. It's like the Hulk just grabbed a shit ton of them and just slung them at him. It's like, oh, you fuckers. Like that. That's kind of what it looks like. So you like don't if get it, it was in a if it was in a cyclone formation or like maybe around and a better it just it's if it wasn't so randomly placed, it might look a little bit better. Right. Exactly, and so we don't get to see the LED lights work uh, uh, light up, which you think one of the first things to do as part of this whole thing would be to do a YouTube video, which is what everybody does, but no. Yeah, So Yeah, so unfortunately we're stuck with 71 uh, stainless steel beer kegs on the side of the building hold up, held up by little, you know, wires that have LED lights going around them. So because that is very uninteresting and even though it fits the whole premise of our unnatural disasters with this Cagnado, um, we, the uh, uh, Close Encounters of the Sort of Kind, excuse me for my pause there, uh, have looked into this lakefront brewery to give you their finest beers, just because we're always here to help. Uh, according to Untapped, they have 347 beers uh that they have served so far and so i will give you or give you their top 10 uh graded most popular by the untapped app so yeah. the first one first I'm one is excited sorry oh <laughs> first one is black friday xxx uh in memory of joba over there uh vintage hey. reserve 18 this one gets a 4.51 which i don't know if you're on uh untapped too much but that is high 
That, I was going to say, that's out, really up there. That's really up there. You're lucky to find a beer because this is out of a uh, grade of five, and you're lucky to find a beer above four. So 4.51, extremely high. This is a Russian Imperial Stout, 13.82 APV. That shit will fuck oh you up. Oh, my God. You drink one of those, and you won't be able to drive for a month. My yeah. God. Pretty much. Next one is the Toe Cutter. This is a stout. Uh, the ABV is not applicable in this one, so we don't get any information about this one, but this one got a 4.27. Next up is the Imperial Belgian Stout with coffee. Sounds delicious. Ooh, that'd be um, all up on my alley. I love Belgians. I love yes, you Belgians. do. Uh, American Imperial Double Stout uh, with a 4.21 rating. Following that is the Old Timer. This is a barley wine, uh, English style with a 4.16 friday you know i'm gonna go ahead and pass on this one i'm not a barley wine fan yeah uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna say the same thing yeah there you go uh next up is lake front 30 which is a bach and eyes bach actually uh 11.16 apv gets a 4.13 average rating that that sounds delicious we need to, like, take a road trip you know if we ever you know end up actually going down to area 51 we need to make a a beeline after that's over and go straight to, you know, Milwaukee, I guess, and hit this brewery up. This sounds fantastic. Yeah, this sounds pretty good. Uh, next up, Imperial Porter, Imperial Porter with Teramisu. Uh, this, we don't get an ABV or an IBU rating on this one, but this one gets a 4.11 rating. Granted, this is only out of 18 ratings. By the way, the other one that had the NA out of 12 ratings, so... Take that uh, as okay. you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, next one is the Brewer Series Barley Wine. Uh, again, this only has 15 ratings with a 4.10. And uh, I'll give you this one because the next two are NAs as well. We've got the 30th Anniversary Bourbon Barrel Aged Eisbach, another uh, Bach of the Eisbach tradition. Uh, this one gets a 4.09 with an 11.16. So, slightly variant actually it's pretty much identical to the one that we talked about uh prior to either way sounds great can't wait to drink it absolutely god you know if i was ever gonna get caught up in a tornado i'd have to say ripley this would be the tornado i want to get caught up in i mean can you i mean could you blame me you got fantastic beers of all kinds of kind you know all kinds of styles swirling all around you just ready to just enter down that esophagus and just i don't know make your uh your beer, your beer buds tingle. I know that wasn't a reference to Bud Light. Those were your beer buds. That's like a taste bud, but for for beer. Yeah, I got you. But I'm I'm all with you on this one, little buddy. I'm I'm there. I'm I'm down for the natural uh, disaster on this case. Absolutely. And for that, we're going to give it a. Okay. Well, that about wraps that one up. So, you know, bringing it all into you know bringing everything full circle with the natural disasters and everything like that going on. Uh, it's, it's always a good time, you know, a good idea to reflect on the things that are most important. And, you know, what's most important in life is family. And you know when the best time to celebrate family is? Well, one of the many good times to celebrate family and everything you hold dear is on Labor Day. And, uh, so we just had Labor Day. And so, you know, I thought this would be a great time to talk about our sponsor. So. Last Labor Day, did your grandpa eat seven fucking hot dogs? Did he shit, shit, shit his pants? Is he always fucking shit in his pants? So much so that your family will never talk to him again? Worry not, wayward sons. We have the solution for you. As you know, hot dogs usually aren't high up there on your average Whole30 or keto diet plan. 
This is because the consumption of an item generally made up of meat batter wrapped in who knows what animal's intestines don't exactly lead to six-pack abs. They do, however, add up to a whole lot of type 2 diabetes, severe allergies, and sometimes even cancer. That's why the miracle workers over at Oscar Mayer, Oscar with a K, have de developed the lukewarm dog. Rather than ingredients such as pig dicks, horse tails, and cow scrotums, these revolutionary meat cylinders are made up of unicorn urethra, fairy fart shafts, and leprechaun lips. So this Labor Day, as your geriatric fuck of an uncle reaches out for a wiener and some buns, make sure that wiener is a lukewarm dog. He's bound to say, Frank, you very much. Lukewarm dogs can be found in the dumpster in the alleyway outside your nearest Piggly Wiggly. Lukewarm dogs are not yet FDA approved. I love our sponsors. We have some great sponsors. That we do. And for those of you who aren't quite sure what I was getting at with the Labor Day thing, uh, it this this the very beginning of that does actually uh, have a Blink-182 origin. Uh, they had a song called Happy Holidays, You Bastard. I believe that's the title. So uh, we'll let you we'll play that here for just a second. And here it goes. Labor Day and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs. Labor Day and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs. And he shit, shit, shit his pants. He's always fucking shit his pants. And I'll never talk to you again. Okay, just for clarification's sake, that's where that came from. So I digress. I digress. It just had to happen. So we'll move on to our next article, which this is a doozy of an article, if I do say so myself. I like this one quite a lot. You know, and I got to be honest, I, I got to give all the credit to uh, Ripley. Ripley actually found this one. So the TSA bans Star Wars Coke bottles from flights because they look like bombs. <laughs> and, you know, I like the little tagline here. It says, replica and inert explosives aren't allowed in either carry-on or check bags. You know, I get it. I get that there's been a lot of things going on with terrorism and everything since, you know, 9-11 and all that. You know, I even, you know, sidetrack as a story. When I was a little kid and I, I was about 12 years old, I was super psyched about the Indiana Jones movies. And I asked for just a bunch of guns for how, you know, I said Halloween for Christmas. And my mom actually bought me a ton of guns. And my parents are super, super divorced, like more than just normal divorce. They're like mega, mega divorced. So I went to go visit my uh, my father's side, and I wanted to play Indiana Jones up there, and we didn't think twice about guns in my suitcase. And, you know, So that harkens to this article because, I mean, people are apparently getting stopped as they go through. <laughs> they even had uh, – the TSA even released a, a tweet. Thanks for asking. Replica and entered explosives aren't allowed in either carry-on or checked bags. And the, the question at hand was, I know these look dodgy. But can they be packed in suitcases? Thanks. And then it shows this little cool graphic of like the Star Wars Galaxy Edge, which is the brand new Star Wars theme park in Disney World. And they're, they're just these cool – there's these super badass little cans of soda that look that are, look like thermal detonators. I mean the Star Wars fans out here, they look just like thermal detonators. And there's a Sprite one. A.K.A. grenades one. for those non-nerds. Yeah, sorry. I guess I probably should have – Without uh, the little trigger, but yes. Exactly, exactly. Either way, either way, it offered guests some neat souvenirs, you know, for Star Wars Galaxy Edge, like droids and lightsabers. But, you know, nothing makes anyone happier than explosives. You know, at least maybe that's for a guy's perspective. But uh, what's really funny is that the article continues and just explains how, you know, how things are, you know, not so hot in the uh, the TSA world as they were having to deal with this phenomenon. It, it goes on to say that there was even a mention of the, the logos of these uh these thermal detonators or whatever 
having Arabesh, and I don't know if you know what Arabesh is, Ripley. Uh, I'm assuming you don't because you're not as huge of a Star Wars nerd as me, but that's basically the galactic baseline alphabet language that they use in all the Star Wars movies. It's really sad that I know that. But, uh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course, uh, but of course. Anyways, I guess if you have – you're going to have to like find another way to get these home to you. So you know, if, if you have it and you drink it, you might have to throw it away in a trash can shaped like a droid. You might not be able to bring it back home on the plane. But for fuck's sake, I wish we could because they are cool. I'll be honest. I want all of them. I want a Sprite. Well, I don't even drink soda, and I want a Sprite. I want a Diet Coke, and I want a Coca-Cola. And this Dasani water, it doesn't even look like a fucking grenade, but it's super cool. Do you have it pulled up on your end? I do. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, the sprite looks like a. It, it almost looks like it's like it's saying what's It does. It does. The sevens look like Z's. It does look like saying what? That's funny. Oh my god, that's great. That's great. Thank you, The Verge, for putting this article out because it was extremely uh extremely funny. And you know, I guess this could tie into natural disasters because. If you've ever seen any of the movies like 2012 or, you know, all the apocalyptic end of the world movies, the day after tomorrow, there's always planes just, I don't know, exploding and fucking going down and, you know, mayday, mayday. And I feel like, uh, you know, this kind of ties to that. that. I mean, not that that would happen because these are plastic and they're not actual explosives, but, you know. But like disasters, this could – this is kind of qualifies as what would be a disaster. Maybe not natural, but – trying to find a way to make this relevant but you know what sometimes you just you just got to talk about something sci-fi because you're a sci-fi fucking podcast you know yeah well that happens and uh, speaking of which let's go ahead and talk about our president and his uh way to take down these goddamn hurricanes that are hitting our shores uh, my god this one oh my god okay go so i'm sorry we uh for those of you that are paying attention or actually care we actually planned this podcast to happen seven days prior which would have been on the 31st of of august and uh prior to hurricane dorian absolutely laying waste to the bombers and for to which we are absolutely you know uh very um sorry for you know we wish the best to them in the recovery last i heard there's 31 dead and we're not trying to make light of that whatsoever um no no not at all but that being said, it is our job to make fun of stupid things that get said, and that we will do. So, uh, and Trump know. saying something stupid? Imagine that. Exactly. So, uh, this article comes to us from the Times of Israel, but this one was reported on multiple news sites uh, if you Google it. And uh, so, apparently, President Trump suggested that dropping nuclear bombs on hurricanes before they made landfall would essentially destroy the hurricane, make everything <laughs> fine. It's uh, not going to cause it's not going to cause the next nuclear winter or anything. It's just, you know, whatever. Yeah, you, you know, you, you, and I, an eye for an eye. Right. Exactly. Uh, the the uranium sinks or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, of course, Trump and his people come out and call this fake news, literally called it fake news. In fact, the quote was, the story is by Axios that President Trump wanted to blow up large hurricanes with nuclear weapons prior to reaching shore is ridiculous. I never said this, just more, in all caps, fake news, fake, he tweeted. Fake news. Yes. Um, anyways, 
Yeah, the story comes back to President Trump saying, oh, we've got a hurricane coming. Why don't we drop a nuke in the middle of it and they'll just, you know, destroy the hurricane because, you know, that's a thing. Um, Which, by the way, he's not the first person to think of this. This idea actually went back all the way to a government scientist in the 50s under uh, President Eisenhower. Um, Unfortunately, the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has de- has dedicated a concept to this and said that uh, this would basically end up in you know a huge nuclear fallout from yeah, not only the bomb not, yeah. not altering the storm but would quickly spread all this radioactive fallout past what it would be in, as part of the hurricane. So we would go from hurricane to you know I really wish I had a good pun here, but uh, I mean, God, you know, I, I'm failing I, me. This is just this this whole story is I can't believe this is actual news coming from the actual like I, I get it from the Times of Israel, which, you know, is, isn't really a relevant news publication for us per se in the United States. But still, the fact that this is being spoken of worldwide and that our <laughs> the leader of our country is suggesting something like this. I'm not a political person at all. I have no hardcore affiliate whether it's the right wing the left wing the front wing the back wing the x-wing i don't give a fuck so that being said tie fighter. You know, yeah tie fighter you know i i don't care i have no political affiliation whatsoever but i will not argue with anyone if they say that trump is an absolute fucking idiot i mean i get he made a lot of money you know he's probably really smart financially but God, I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of Hillary Clinton because she's a fucking criminal, but I'm also not not a fan. This was probably – if there was ever going to be a year for me to sit out of a presidency election, it would probably be this one because there's no good options on either side. But I love that one user <laughs> had the audacity to write, not the Onion, referring to the, the satirical news public. Everyone knows who the Onion is. But the fact that this is so outlandish that they had to – you know, clarify that this is an actual story and not something found off the onion because it does reminisce of an onion article. Big uh, time. You you are definitely correct. And by the way, the, the what I was going for was her or her acopolypse. You know, he's been I, I, think, I think what happened. I think Trump's in the White House and I, th- I think what he does in his free time, you know, I, I think he just watches a lot of Michael Bay, and, you know, I think that's what the issue is. I think he's watched all the Transformers movies, you know, including the shitty ones, which unfortunately is pretty much all of them. And, you know, anything that's come before that, you know, the only good Michael Bay movie I've ever seen is called The Island. And it was actually a pretty good movie. Had Hugh McGregor in it. Sorry. Um, Digress hardcore. And another really funny quip here is um, a quote from the NOAA that says, (laughs) did you already say this? Needless to say, this is not a good idea. Just yeah, uh, they yeah, bad, 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 bad. All right, so, uh, so that moves us on to a new segment that we're very happy and excited to unveil. So, Joba, why don't you take it over? Well, oh, we just, actually, you know, I will take this over because yeah, this was this, your idea. This was your this, idea in the first place. This was this was my idea. This is my pride and joy. So. This is a segment where we really get to get into the headspace of someone or something as it is occurring for the first time. So picture yourself. You're the first human ever to uh, witness rain or to witness a lightning storm, thunder, you know, whatever it may be. And just thinking, holy shit, like what? Like, 
you know, God smiting us, like, you know, depending on your religious beliefs or anything or how far you believe that humanity goes back, this could be a very entertaining concept. And so exactly. And so me and my uh, very corrupted brain thought that this would be a great idea for the podcast. Absolutely. What better way to delve into the likes of an unnatural disaster by getting into the sandals, you know, biblical people used to wear sandals, of someone experiencing it back in the old ages when disaster struck in biblical proportions. So this should be a lot of fun. That's correct. So for the first one, uh, Ripley, I think that I'm going to choose for you the volcanic eruption. So the first eruption, and no, not the pants. We're talking more like Mount St. Helens. No, it doesn't count if you erupted on your ex-girlfriend, Helen, even if she was a saint. We're talking about fucking volcanoes. So, Ripley, take it away. All right, so just trying to put myself in that mindset. You're back in God knows how long ago. We don't have technology. We don't have any sort of mass communication. We don't have... Hardly any science, really. I mean, uh, the Greeks, the Romans, they were kind of the ones that originally did that. But Pompeii, you know, we don't need to get into that. So first volcanic eruption, you're probably very primitive. And you're thinking, my God, hell is it erupted on Earth. Like you see this fiery molten lava just spewing out onto Earth. And you're thinking that the devil is you know, coming out on earth and you're probably sitting there praying to God, like, why, why, what, what have I done to forsake you? And <laughs> meanwhile, like all this molten ash probably just comes down and you're probably just sitting there praying, like, what have I done? What have I done that is so wrong? And probably just sit there like stunned, like praying to God and apologizing for any sin that you had ever done, Man. just getting swept away in lava. Otherwise, you're thinking that, you know, if you, you have more of a back seat, you know, you're kind of in the back row of the auditorium to this whole shindig. You're probably thinking, oh, shit, we really pissed God off here. Like, Jesus, Mary, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I realized that was the wrong hole. It, I know it felt nice and I, I apologize, but, <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it's just the tip. It, it, just the tip. I, I don't know. I mean, but I'm sorry. You know, God's pissed at us. What can we do to repent? Like, holy shit, he's spewing like he's bringing hell to earth. This these are the end times. And obviously I'm very dry and uh, non-dramatic about this whole thing. But people would be losing their shit the first time they saw a volcanic eruption, had no idea, especially if they believed in some sort of higher being. Like in and no science, like like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it would have been hysterical to watch just from an outsider's viewpoint. Like, nope, this this is just natural thing that happens. And they're like, oh <laughs> nope, nope, God is God is casting us in stone. Like he he's trying to. Uh, I don't even know it. I, it would be so bad, but it would be hysterical to watch. And I apologize for my very bad improv, but. That is more or less the reaction that people would have. No apologies necessary here. You know, this is a podcast where we like to do the improv thing. And if they don't like it, they get the fuck out. I think it's hilarious. Sounded good uh, to me. Uh, 
I concur. I think it would be hilarious. You know, you see a guy run. I can. I just put myself in the perspective of like God. If that, you know, if that's a thing, if he's looking down, you know, just seeing, he's like, I wonder, you know, what can I do to make this fucking guy, you know, I'm gonna make this this ant squirm a little bit. I'm gonna make this giant earth sized zit just fucking pop and just see what he does. Just run around. Ah! <laughs> no, I was, that would be another great topic is God's perspective of humans interactions and just like what, that what the fuck would is be this great. Guy doing? Like or, or you know, they're like, Oh, this is God's doing he's like, bitch please, I didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But all right, all right so. we we digress. All right, so uh, Joba, let's talk about the first tornado yes the first twister and not the kind that made your nipples bleed in grade school we're talking about the critically acclaimed bill paxton kind that's right the the cow sweeping across kansas kind the first tornado what are your reactions oh man all right this is is a good one let's see okay so the first tornado you know not the first sharknado as uh you know mentioned in the very first part of our introduction but uh you know, not not the Sharknado. We're talking about the Tornado. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a um, a caveman or a um I don't know what the scientific term for a caveman was for someone who Neanderthal. Loves this. Neanderthal. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go with the <laughs> and and we're gonna call him um uh Joe because it sounds like Joba, which is you know my name, and uh it's he's an average Joe. So we're gonna go with Joe, Joe the uh, Neanderthal. And Joe, you know, he's he, he wakes up one morning and he's looking around. He yawns. He looks, you know, he looks at all the nature outside his fucking cave cave hole, I guess. And he looks out and he's like, man, this is a good day. This is a good day to live in the Ice Age with, you know, lights, no lights, no car, no motor, you know, no, not a single luxury. He's looking around. Everything's beautiful. You know, all of a sudden the sky turns a little, uh, it's getting a little green. The sky's getting a little green. He's looking around. He's like. Hey, not to cut you off here, Big Chieftain, but are we reading a Jane Austen novel or are we talking about a uh, natural disaster? Hardy, hardy, har. I'm putting myself in his fucking perspective, Ripley. Shut your face hole. So, as I said, he's looking around at the green sky, okay? He's like, the sky is supposed to be blue, you know? As uh, was a Frank Sinatra, you know, skies of blue. Is that Frank Sinatra? Frank Sinatra to just really, really fucked that reference hard. Yeah, I think you fucked it hard. But anyways, whatever. Okay, I probably get a lot of flack on the, uh, you know, the back end of that. But whatever. He's looking around. We he's have like, a lot of Frank Sinatra fans in our demographic, anyway. So yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. So he's looking around. He's like, shit's not right. It's not supposed to be green. So you know, he, he decides before I set foot out here. And, you know, the, the air is real calm. It's real still. Everything's quiet. Not much is going on. It's real ominous. He's like, I'm going to send out – dogs weren't a thing back then. So I, I'm assuming that people uh, people just used to tame saber-toothed tigers, I guess. And Sounds natural. I'm kind of pulling all my uh, storytelling and references from the movie Ice Age, if you haven't uh, guessed that by now. Uh so he sends out his saber-toothed tiger, Fido, and as the saber-toothed he comes running out of the cave. He's going to check things out, make sure it's cool. Everything's green, and it's you know it's, it's very odd. So he runs out, and all of a sudden he looks outside. He look, puts his head out. You can't see him. He can't find anything. But he notices the wind is picking up exponentially, lots and lots of wind, very, very windy. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? So you know, he's looking around, and 
Next thing he knows, he looks up and he sees Fido just fucking spinning around in a saber tooth circle, just you know, howling and yelling and doing whatever saber tooth tigers do when they're in distress. And he's like, "Well, that ain't right." So he stays put in his little cave, and everything else just starts spinning around. He's looking at he's a giant just funnel coming from the heavens, and he's looking down. He's like looking up, going, "What the actual fuck is happening right now?" Uh, wind is supposed to be invisible. I can fucking see it. It's round, it's spinny, and it's big, and I don't like it. He's freaking out, so he decides, you know what, whatever, you know, YOLO, if that was a thing back in the day. And he just, he runs out, he runs out to it, he's running towards it, and then he gets swept up. And, you know, he's fl- he's flicking, he's spinning around, he's spinning around, he's spinning around, and, and you know, he's getting, you know, d- debris and shrapnel all up in, up in his face from other Neanderthal homes are hitting him in the fucking, in the chest and the head, and he's, it's, this is getting really morbid, real, real, real sick and sad, I'm sorry. And he's, he's spinning, he's spinning around, he's like, oh my god, I don't know what's happening! And, you know, he's looking around, he sees, like, you know, Fido's two fangs spinning around in the, in the volcano, I almost said volcano, in the tornado also, and, you know, he, he's he's freaking out, he grabs onto the, the fangs, and next thing you know, you know, he just keeps going, and then, you know, he sees uh, some some girl on a bicycle as he's spinning, he sees a girl on a bicycle, and starts playing weird music, and then, you know, the next thing, he wakes up, the next, the next day, and everything's all of a sudden in color. Everything, everything's in color now. It's real weird. He doesn't understand. It's all bright and in color. And then there's this yellow brick road out in front of him, and he's uh, he takes his he, he takes those steps and he meets some some very uh, peculiar friends. One's a scarecrow. One's a lion. One's a fucking robot. Hey, My, hey, hey Joba, I, I speak yeah. for all of our listeners here when I say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll but, stop. So, right. anyways. Well, That's the end of my story. Joe, Joe just goes to fucking, uh, you know, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that, that, was, that was great. Um, so anyways, uh, now I, I believe we have a word from our sponsors. Have you ever had the lava shits? Has your ass ever erupted like Mount Kilimanjaro? Fear not, anal eruptus. ZFG Corporation has a solution for you. Asphalt. That's right. A-S-S-P-H-A-L-T. Asphalt. Asphalt has been pharmaceutically proven to reduce your flammable flatulence and prevent you from causing your social constipation. Its proprietary blend of barbiturates and tar will make sure you will never have an underwear explosion. With our award-winning product, you'll be sure to leave all tread marks and asphalt behind. Asphalt. Ask your doctor or drug dealer for it by name. Wow. That was a great word from a great sponsor. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to have to go get me some of that stat pronto. Man. I, I, I needed this last week. I really did. Dude, I totally understand. When you're on vacation, man, you just you, you got you to gotta take drastic measures for drastic situations. Waste not, shit not. Amen to that. We, I was going to say, we normally do, do the would you rather. I know we're not doing it in this segment, but I still had a really good one I wanted to hit you with. Of course you did. Of course. Hit me, so, hit me know. baby, one more time. Oh, snap. So, my would you rather for you, which I know is an off-kilter thing you weren't exactly prepared for, which I do kind of sort of apologize for, but still, yeah, you know. So, you get three choices in this one. So, which one of these three scenarios would you rather experience for yourself? Are you ready? I am ready. 
Would you rather equip a mobile home with a rudimentary set of wings and drive straight into a tornado? Would you rather surf down the streets of a severe flood completely nude? Or would you rather parasail dressed as a pirate into the heart of a hurricane yelling, I'm coming for ye eye? Which one of those three would you rather do? Well, that's a that's a very good question. And the I guess it depends on what your ultimate outcome is. If your ultimate outcome is to be uh, alive, then number two is the option. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I wondered if and, you would go for that. Yeah. Skateboarding nude. I mean, whoop to do. Somebody saw your dinger. Well, yeah. guess what? You're sur- join, well, you're sur- join you're the surfing. other eleven people that have. Heyo. Uh, hey. but uh you know that one seems the safest now obviously not making fun of hurricane dorian and what it's done to the bahamas again just so we don't get labeled as some sort of just or social justice pariah or whatever i i think that one's the most easy to do um yeah 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 give me the other two options again the first one which I kind of like because you're going out in a blaze of glory. You're going out like a fucking cowboy almost. It's you're equipping a mobile home with a <laughs> with a rudimentary wing system. Yeah, it was a wing system and driving straight into a tornado. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I was like, if, you, if I don't know, maybe if you had maybe that's you had Randy Quaid to a T. Yeah, if you had terminal cancer or something, maybe that would be the option you vie for. I don't know. Oh, absolutely, like. Screw this painful death. I am going out in a blaze of glory, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think we you answered it very well, though. You narrowed it down. You found the most optimal one, the one that makes the most sense. What was, I was the third one again? Definitely the worst of them. <laughs> Parasail dressed as a pirate into the heart of a hurricane. And I just thought of pirates and eye patches and thought it would be funny to see a pirate running into it going, I'm coming for ye eye. I don't know. Eyes of the hurricane. See, if he was like carrying like three tons of dynamite or something like that, 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 that would be funny. Cause in a Donald Trump perspective, uh, like, I was going to say, I was going to say, you mean like Trump style? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it's like, this is going to be fucking huge. We're this explosion is going to be huge. It's fucking huge. We're just going to blow up this hurricane. It's going to be gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And fair that's enough. as shitty as these impressions get on the show. So uh, you're like welcome. It. I like it. Uh, oh. But yes, I, I, I would definitely take hurricane or skateboarding nude into. Uh, I don't even remember what you said, but I'm, I'm taking that. Hey, cool. Winner, winner, uh, chicken dinner. So I, I, I'm, I'm fine with letting my dinger flop. There you go. Let that dinger flop. And so with that, we're going to go down to our beer goggles competition as presented by Mr. Ripley. That's right. So we actually, we will, to be frankly honest, we encountered a little bit of Facebook interrupt us this week due to them deciding that we had too much verbiage. Basically, Facebook sucking some serious dong. Sorry, but they do. Sorry, not sorry. Yes. So uh, we did get one vote uh, or one casted vote, and that was from a Mr. Salcedo who said, uh, oh, let me back up. We've got two matchups this week. We've got Betty White. That's right. Mrs. Golden Girl herself versus Queen Elizabeth. 
And Daryl Hannah from Mermaid? Was that the show that she was on? Yeah, yeah. She something was the, like that. She, she, she was, was the, the mermaid, mermaid in, in uh, something. Splash. In Splash. Splash. That's what it was. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Versus Missy Pyle, who was the uh, the Russian in Dodgeball. And, I mean, you know. Hey, we got to give her credit where credit's due. She was the sexy-ass cheerleader in Not Another Teen Movie, I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, that requires some fact-checking, which I am on. But anyway, so let's uh, go ahead and talk about these. So we've got the first one, which is Betty White versus Queen Elizabeth. So we did not get a lot of interaction because of this, like I said, Facebook interruptus. The the thing with the Facebook, yeah, with that one, with that particular one, I tried to run them in a weird way, and I tried to run them separately, realizing it wasn't going to work. I had to combine the two. But what really threw us off was I decided to find images of them flipping people off because i thought it'd be hilarious and if you are a fan of ours and you get on here and you look at it you'll notice that i had to photoshop birds in front of their middle fingers to make it look like birds were perched on their hands but people you know understood the you know the more clear meaning behind that that they're giving you the bird hopefully you you know lights you know lights jumped on just then but you know i thought it was funny so take it away sorry um no worries um Holy shit, she's been in a lot. Um, she was in Home Alone 4. There was a Home Alone 4? The fuck? I wonder so much Wait, about myself right now. Betty White was in Home Alone 4? No, uh, Missy Pyle. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was like, I do not remember Betty White. I'm, I think I might have gotten that wrong with Missy Pyle being in uh, not another yeah. teen movie. Because yeah, I think the, the girl I'm thinking of, the woman I'm thinking of, which is definitely not Missy Pyle, was in um, a TV show with a guy. His name, he's like, he's like, ah, oh, I did all this dumb stuff, and I want to make everything right. It's uh, my name is Earl. Yeah, Earl. Lacey Sherbet, Sherbet, or Jamie Presley? Potentially, potentially. Jamie Presley, I think, was in both. Anyways, nonetheless, we digress here. All right, so yeah. going back to the first one, uh, we'll resolve this uh, one one at a time. So uh, we've got Betty White versus Queen Elizabeth. We've got uh, one vote for Betty versus Mr. Salcedo. And uh, via my cousin, he says Queen Elizabeth has an endless supply of money, so that's a plus. Uh, that's true. That's true. That bitch is on every coin you've ever seen come out of England, ever. Right. But that being said, Mrs. White is no slouch either, and she's got a much better sense of humor. So. If I had, if I had talked to both of them during the bar th- during one night and I had to choose, I'm definitely gravitating towards Betty White. Absolutely. You know, Elizabeth can buy you shots until you fucking, you know, found, find yourself hunched over in the bathroom, you know, next to the glory hole. But, I mean, that's only great if you're just trying to get blackout drunk. If you're, if you're looking for personality, if that's what you're after, you know— during this experience, then I would have to say you got to gravitate towards Betty White. I mean, it's like you said, she's she's America's golden girl. She can do no wrong. I mean, if you've seen the clip with her and Ryan Reynolds interacting, uh, I think it was for a Deadpool promo or something like that. I don't know if you saw that or not, Ripley, but it was really, really funny. She just she's she's perfect. She's so funny. I mean, I would love to meet her now. You know, she's she's great. So I'd have to say I'd have to vote for her as well. Absolutely. Good choice there. So uh, 
Betty White will be moving on to our uh, next round. So that leaves us with Daryl Hannah versus Missy Pyle. That's right, Mrs. Splash versus Mrs. Russian Unibrow. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was looking at some of the things that Missy Pyle was in, and, you know, she was in Willy Wonka, the the, the shitty remake with Johnny Depp. You know, sorry, but that was definitely not a good movie. Um she she's been in, she she's been attractive. There's the, both of these women. That's why this one was so hard for me. They're both they've both been attractive in the past. So Missy Pyle's been attractive. It took me a little bit when we first you first mentioned these two. I was like I didn't know who either one was, and I had to like actually do some background digging, which I hate you for because I don't like doing homework. But uh, they were both attractive at one point in their life. But I have to say, I'm leaning more towards Hannah. All right. She made All a splash. Right. She made a splash. She did a classic movie. Oh, you, know? you didn't. You, you oh, dirty, I did. dirty dog. Oh, yes. I did indeed. So, I, I don't know. She she was funny. You know, I, I had a, lo- a buttload of mermaid jokes. You know, there were so many that. Do mermaids have know. butts, though? Oh, but there we go. There's some food for thought right there. Oh, snap. I, I don't know. I just if, – if you compare her older pictures, she was freaking gorgeous. Have you, did, you, did you do any background search, Google, what yeah, she used to look like? Yeah, I, I know what she looked like before. I, I, I guess it's never been my cup of tea. Not that there's anything wrong with that, as Jerry Seinfeld would say, but it's, it's just not what I've been looking for. Um, but, uh, I understand. So we did get some outside votes outside of Facebook for this one. We got one that says, I'm going to say Daryl Hannah in my right hand. So that's uh, referring to the Betty White and Queen Elizabeth vote. And um, and then Hmm. uh, the response to that one was, I'll take either over your right hand, which is very apt as well. So uh, very good. Very good. Kudos to that person. Uh, So we've got two. Uh, which, by the way, the same person or one person did already vote for Daryl Hannah over Missy Pyle. So I've got two Daryl Hannahs, and it sounds like you're a third. I think I am. I mean, I'll be honest. If, if we're well, let me let me break it down. Are we talking about how they look now? Are we debasing things on if they were to approach us now with the bar or back in their heyday? Uh, I'm gonna say now. Uh, I mean, oh, wow. If we're talking about now, Missy Pyle from Missy Mile. Because Missy Pyle's definitely got it going on. She was even in a a movie with Snoop Dogg called Soul Plane in like 2007 or 2008. I do know that. Yeah, I know. I I remember that movie. I, I don't I didn't watch it, but I remember that movie coming out. She's in it, and she's – I thought – I, I, I kind of had a weird, weird fucking boner for her, so. Well, I'm, you know, nobody's here to judge. Um, so that would put us at a 2v2 because I'm also on the Missy Pyle train. Okay. Or, yeah, mm. I can't think of a better way to phrase that one. Mm. Well, I, I like – The I like Missy Pyle driver. I, hey, I, I Missy Pyle driver. We are at a 2v2 there, so I think uh, we should leave this one open for the next vote on our Facebook post. And we will cast the winner and announce it next week. How's that sound to you, Joba? I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that strategy. 
we're going to go back to uh, you know George George W. Bush is uh, we're going to hopefully we get a Brazilian a Brazilian likes on one of them. It may not be one or the other, but you know we, hopefully we get one. I like it. All right. Well, that that pretty much rounds up our episode today. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure and go and find us on Facebook, Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. Make sure and give us a like, give us a review if you feel so inclined, and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. That can be found on anchor.fm. You can find us on the uh, iPhone or Apple podcast store or on, uh, what's that thing that you listen to, that uh, archaic shit? You talking about Google because I hate you? Yeah, that, that would be it. Yeah, you asshole. So, yeah, yeah, we're available wherever you, you know, whatever podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. So and also a huge shout out to all of, you know, to those of you who have given our Zany podcast a listen and have keep showing up for more. While we do make inappropriate and obscene jokes, usually at your expense, we do sincerely appreciate the love on social media and beyond. And I want to give a special shout out to the individuals that have, uh, you know, given us really awesome reviews and stellar reviews. We're really, really, really excited, and we love that you've uh, given us those. Looking at you, Tom Lockwood, Taylor Moore, and uh, Steven Swan. We really appreciate you guys, and we hope you enjoy our content, and we're going to keep pumping it out for you. So, uh, Marty, turn, turn up the volume. I can barely hear anything. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Rip that. That's that's the podcast. Indo Indo facto. No more. See you. See you on the next one. Bye. Say it ain't so. That's the end of our show. Turn the mic off. Go the fuck home. It's no, it's not porn, mom. It's a podcast.